Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Meter and the Coach. Call the show at 401-737-1287. This is Tim Walsh. I'm John Meter Perrault. Joe Passarelli behind the glass. Meter and the Coach. 7 and 9 as always on a Sunday morning. Thanks for waking up with us. We've gone all around the map. 401-777-1037. The Packers lose to San Francisco. Late game interception by Dre Greenlaw. Horrible pass by Jordan Love, who was the best quarterback statistically in the league the last half of the season. Packers season over. San Francisco waits on the Detroit-Tampa Bay winner. Three o'clock, Buffalo and Kansas City. The Bills, your Bills, Tim Welsh, have won six straight. It's going to be probably minus 10 in Buffalo at 630. Got to love those Bills fans showing up. Yeah, the Bills are are ready. I think they're 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 playing and uh they're playing well and uh their fans deserve it. I'm, I'm pulling for the Bills this year. You, you, you know probably a few from uh, your hometown are, are making the trip today. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Bills Mafia is ready to go. And uh but having said that, you know, I, I can't forget to do this before the show is over it's jerry jones uh, what are you doing <laughs> you're gonna run it back with mike mccarthy you gotta oh. be kidding you gotta be kidding me that was the most unprepared uninspired uh no show team with tons of talent that i've seen in a long time in that when they got destroyed last weekend against the packers I mean, and Jerry Jones says, puts himself in the front office and the roster up there on the table. It's a, as Robert Kraft would say, collaborative effort. Uh, It's a collaborative effort. It's not just Mike McCarthy. Yes, it's Mike McCarthy. He's the head coach. By the way, Jerry Jones, you fired eight assistants last year after you won a playoff game. So this year you're going to run it back as the number two seed, lose a home playoff game, and not just lose. You know, on a bad call, a bad fluke play. I mean, they got pounded. And that was a – for him, with Bill Belichick out there. Now, I'm not saying I would hire Bill Belichick, but I would hire Jim Harbaugh. I would find somebody better than Mike McCarthy. Mike Grable. You have a top – yes, Mike Grable. You have a top 10 talent 
franchise. You have top 10, but you do not have a top 10 coach. You have a bottom 10 coach. So how does that mesh? Where do you think, how, where do you think that's going to play out? How, how is that going to play out? Why would it be any different next year? Why? Jerry Jones, you know, good for him. He can't lose enough for me. He, he really can't the way he's, you know, what he's done with this franchise. I mean, some of the guys that he's had coach, I mean, just go back on the list. Dave Jason Campo. Garrett, Dave Campo. I mean, Oh my God. Jason yeah. Garrett for what? Nine years. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Chan Gailey. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, come <laughs> on. Are you kidding me? I mean, it, you know, if I'm a Dallas fan, I would be disgusted with this the way he runs this operation. I mean, Micah Parsons, the poor guy, you know, he's one of the best, maybe the best defensive player in football, and he's got to live with this. Mike McCarthy over there, stop it. I mean, I, I, it's mind-boggling that he's running it back with him. I couldn't believe that. I, that was stunning to me, I, it, especially when you read about all the candidates and Atlanta's interviewed 11 now. They're going to bring Harbaugh in for a second interview. If you're just waking up, you haven't heard that news. They had Raheem Morris and Joe Brady in yesterday. That was probably just, you know, doing, do, as you would say, diligence, maybe tapping into some knowledge on both those fronts. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't get it. I, I also think you gotta you got to examine your quarterback. Dak Prescott showed probably who he was, again, against Green Bay. And I know they're – they were just beating soundly. Dan Quinn, the shines off him. That defense was just totally destroyed by Green Bay, a hot offense. But it was just not even from the jump. You knew Green Bay was up 21 nothing in the blink of an eye. And then Dallas is warming up the bus for McCarthy, and now they bring him back. Makes no sense. So if you're the Seahawks, you're going to hire Dan Quinn? No. I no. mean – it's just after that performance. And by the way, uh, I believe he was the head coach when the Patriots came back from 28 to three, he was the head coach and he was trying to, all they had to do was run the ball and they kick a field goal and the game's over and they drop back to pass and get sacked and put themselves out of field goal range. So there, you, there you go. That's all you need to know about Dan Quinn and with his wearing his hat backwards uh, up in the booth. And he's a cool guy. I mean, come on. The, the Cowboys, I could have predicted this to you, Meter. I told you this months ago that the Cowboys would yeah, be a burn, would burn out in the playoffs. And it's because they don't have good coaching. And they're going to be a salary cap jail, too, with CeeDee Lamb, Micah Parsons, and Prescott all up in the next two years. So good luck to that. And, you know, whether they bring Prescott back or not, you still got Lamb and Parsons, and that's going to take up a huge part of your payroll. If you want to bring those guys back, 401-777-1037, Steve in Fall River. Good morning. What's on your mind? I might disagree with the coach on the problem in Dallas. I think it's mostly Dak Prescott. This guy, McCarthy, may not be a top 10 coach. Doesn't he have a Super Bowl win? Does. Doesn't he have a Super Bowl trophy? He can't yes, be. And, so and does, by so definition, but, okay, let me finish. By definition, he cannot be in the bottom 10. Let's, let's clear that up here Sunday morning. You cannot be in the bottom 10 with a Super Bowl championship. It's not possible. I'm not telling you he's in the top 10. He's not in the bottom 10. 
Well, we can break it down all morning long. I'm, I'm just telling you, he's not a top 10 coach, and they have top 10 talent. And Bruce Arians has a Super Bowl ring, too. So, I mean, I can give you a point. Bruce Arians so also has a wonderful, a wonderful career record before Tom Brady and after Tom Brady. Bruce Arians has been maligned very badly. And Dan Quinn, was Dan Quinn the offensive coordinator for the uh, Atlanta Falcons in the Super Bowl? Did he make, was he calling the plays on that, on that call, by the way? Well, that was Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, Kyle Shanahan. Okay. So everybody makes bad calls. Uh, I'm going to, I'm not going to worry about the Sanford, the Seattle Seahawks making the wrong mistake after getting rid of uh, Wilson and taking a haul in. So I'm not, I think they're fine. I'm wondering why Bill Belichick doesn't have a job yet with all these openings. I keep hearing that he made some great move by telling Bill, uh, excuse me, that he was telling Robert Kraft that he was still under uh, agreement. Absolutely one of the most absurd things I've ever heard, the end of the Belichick era. What a stroke of genius. I found it as contrite that he said he was still under contract and he'd be willing to take a cut in his uh his responsibilities. I found that as begging for his job, to be honest with you. But naturally, his acolytes said it was a stroke of genius. He put all the uh, whatever on Bob Kraft. No one is going to hire this guy because he's 71 years old, and his stated goal is not to win a Super Bowl to help the team. It's to get his personal wins record. And if anyone looks at the last four years, which I'm sure these billion-dollar operations do, they have a two choices. They're going to get Bill Belichick in the last four years, or they're going to get Bill Belichick during the Tom Brady era. And I think they've already figured out flipping a coin, running it through their supercomputers. They're going to get Bill Belichick in the last four years looking to win the overall record, and nobody wants that. It's not going to help any team, especially teams that need a complete rebuild. No, I, Steve, thank you. I, I agree. Uh, just, I wouldn't hire him. Tim and I have said that. I don't I, – I understand. Fine. You want to interview him, interview him. Great. Not the guy you're looking for right now. He doesn't fit the modern NFL, period. It just doesn't work for him anymore. He's not an offensive coach. He's a terrible personnel guy. I'm guessing he's going to want a lot of personnel, and Wes Durham brought that up with us earlier, probably the reason why he hasn't been hired in Atlanta yet. Uh, is because he's going to have to deal with the GM. He's going to have to deal with Rich McKay. He's going to have to deal with Terry Fontenot, who's the GM. And he's probably not going to like that, but too bad. That's where you're at now, Belichick. So I, you flip. You want to flip a coin? I'd say it's 50-50 whether he gets a job. I really do. I know that's not, not good sports radio, but I wouldn't hire him, period. Not, not hireable at the moment, Bill Belichick. And, you know, I know that's blasphemy in some of these parts, but – Good luck if you do hire. That's all I can tell you. Let's go to Bob in Cumberland on Providence College. Good morning, Bob. Bob. Bob going once. Yo, Bob, what's up? Three, two, one, rejected. Bob, you there? Is he good? He gone. He's got to be ready. He's done that before. Bob, you got to be ready, man. It's like taking those swings in the cage, man. Yep, got caught looking next. at the changeup. Don't get caught looking, Tim. Uh, let's go to let's go to uh, deep dive, Dave in Stonington. What's up, Dave? Good morning. 
Good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call, and I'm always ready to step up to the plate. Um, Coach, if Dan Quinn comes to the Seattle Seahawks, I will not be a Seahawk fan uh, again, okay? 47 years, I'll throw it all away if Dan Quinn's the coach. Okay. According, according um, to Steve and Fall River, if, if you win a Super Bowl, you're a great coach. You know, yeah, that's ridiculous. You know, so. if you get, if you get, and by the way, and I didn't get to respond. If Dan Quinn was the head coach and Kyle Shanahan made that call, but you're the head coach, okay? You've got to be on top of what's going on. Uh, you walk over to your offensive coordinator, run the ball, run the ball. If you and I are sitting at home meter, we watch that. And he should know you can run the ball. And by the way, Barry Switzer won on a Super Bowl too. So I mean, so don't give me a break. That you win a Super Bowl, you're a great coach. That's not true. Absolutely, <laughs> unbelievable. Uh, before I go on to college basketball, uh, Green Bay Packers for the first time in years they overachieved. Why? Because Aaron Rodgers wasn't there. And uh, when was the last time? You know, Mason Crosby. There's a name from the past. They could have used him last night to kick a field goal. Yeah, that was uh, awesome. Did you guys going see on a uh, statement on, on, on the kicker that he, like, prays every time he goes out? Oh, yeah. He's praying to the wrong God, Joe. What's, <laughs> what's up with college hoops, Dave? Uh, three games I saw yesterday I want to bring up. The Pitt-Duke game. Uh Pitt had uh, the Duke Blue Devils had John Shire on the bench with 31 points next to him. Uh, and then uh, the Pittsburgh player, Hughley, I believe, uh, did his Khalid El Amin imitation at the end yeah. of the game. Uh, a little classless, but I understand he was, you know, for the, in the moment. Uh, good win for Pittsburgh uh, on the road. Uh, the Syracuse game yesterday, Miami's missing their big guy. And Syracuse. Young team, I love Copeland. I really do. Um, c- comes up with the big three at the end of the game. Uh, very impressed with uh, the way that they uh, played at the end of the game. Uh, the way Judah Mintz handled himself was nice yesterday in the last five minutes. Coach, the game you did yesterday, I was very impressed with both coaches there's something about that Miller guy over at Cincinnati. I don't think he's going to be with the Bearcats long. He's got that patino look in his eyes when he coaches. I I, I love that guy. Miller and Porter Moser, uh, that was a great game that you did yesterday. I thought that that was the best game of the day. And uh, you happen to be there. And uh, uh, Oklahoma could go very far in the tournament. I don't know how you feel on that one. You know, the Big 12's uh, arguably arguably the best conference in college basketball. But, you know, it's going on the road. It's very unforgiving in that league. And, you know, Cincinnati's got a very good record, but they're in the midst of playing, I think, six straight top 25 teams. And you saw Kansas. Kansas went on the road. They've lost to UCF and West Virginia. And they're the third-ranked team in the country. And they lost a 6-12 and 12 West Virginia team yesterday on the road. So uh, being on the road is very, very hard. That's why I was so impressive with what UConn continues to do. They beat Villanova last night. And, you know, Marquette won on the road yesterday as well. Uh, very, very difficult conference to win on the road. Creighton, I believe, won on the road at Seton Hall. 
three overtime. So uh, those are wins you put in your pocket and you feel really good about, and that's what Oklahoma feels today because Cincinnati is a good team. I got to hand it to those guys over in uh, Newark for getting the uh, the ice ready for that game last night because it only took them like three and a half hours to set that all up. And uh, uh, one other thing uh, before I hang up, and uh, Eric Devendorf doing the color yesterday for the Syracuse game. I was very impressed, and uh, I think he's got a future doing the uh, ESPN uh, color, uh, as an ESPN color analyst. What do you guys think? Yeah, no, I heard yeah. that. I, I heard uh, Kevin Brown and Devendorf. No, I like Devendorf. He's got good personality, uh, had some good insight. Uh, you know, he's learning the nuts and bolts. Tim knows that will come, but you, know, you can't ask for a better guy at Syracuse to analyze an orange game, can you? Well, that was the bottom of the ninth, too. That was a he was a relief pitcher yesterday, so he had really no prep time because uh, Corey Alexander was supposed to do the game and he had travel issues. So no they kidding. called on they called on Eric and he uh, he stood up there. And Kevin Brown's a great guy to work with. I'm sure he helped that uh, helped Eric along, and that was a really impressive win for Syracuse. You know, they're hanging in there. They're doing a good job. They are. They're a much better team at home, which as you know, is well-documented around college basketball anyway. Uh, this just in from Adam Schefter. Rams tight end coach Nick Kelly scheduled to interview for the Patriots offensive coordinator job tomorrow. Kelly interviewed last year with the Jets and Texans, and he now becomes the newest Sean McVay assistant in line for a potential promotion. Kelly also worked for the Patriots from 2015 to 2022. So Nick Kelly coming in to possibly be your offensive coordinator. That would be, uh, I think, a valid hire on the part of Gerard Mayo. And that is a huge, huge undertaking to, to unearth that Patriots offense. Historically bad this year, well-documented. Meeting on the coach coming up next with things that intrigued us, our final timeout on Sports Radio WEI 103.7. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 